Mem Dalit Amud Beis, 13 lines from the bottom, last word on the line is Amar, Amar Rebavo, Shanali Rabbi Yochanan. So Rebavo is going to uh, say over something that Rabbi Yochanan taught, uh, told him, taught him, and called this A, and uh, a few lines later we'll have a B and we'll compare and contrast them. So says Rebavo that he has, uh, as a tradition from Yochanan, Evich Yatsa Achara Lasuria. Let's say you have a master who's going to Syria, Syria, um, consider chutzars for these purposes, uh, sham rabbi, and his master sells him there. Well, what do we say? Sort of like uh, any master that sells his slave to chutzars, the slave goes free. Okay? The issue is, though, v'hatani rebchia, there's a little rebchia b'raisa, I uh, called it the B b'raisa, and the Bibraisa, three words, boxed off, Ebed es Zechusai. He, the Evid, loses his right to go free. In other words, the Evid would not go free in that same case. So which is it? Does the Evid go free or not? If he's sold by his master to another Jew in Surya, does he go free or not? Well, Loikasha. It's not a question because there are two different scenarios. Khan in the A. A statement of Rabavohu, Shadas Rabbi Lachzor. The intention of the master is to go back. In other words, he's currently in Syria, but he intends to go back to Eretz Yisrael, and therefore selling his slave to Syria is as though it's almost like an Israeli selling their slave to Syria. That's why the slave goes free. Whereas Khan in the B, Rabchia, uh, little Brisa, is Shane Das Rabbi Lachsor, where the master has no intention of uh, going back. And that's why if the slave followed the master, um, then the slave is not going to get that uh, a bonus prize of going free. Vehatanya, we have a, Bryce says is a support, almost three lines, starts here. It says, Yotze Ha'evet Acharabba Now, literally that means a slave should, yes, go following his master, if his master's going to Syria, which sounds like uh, the slave should do something that really shouldn't do. It's like recommending the slave to do something that's not ideal. So the Gemara jumps in for a line and two words. I put brackets starting here. Uh, the Gemara says, say he should follow and go out of, out of Israel. Uh, question mark, comma, lo sagi it's not enough that he doesn't go. In other words, does he have to go out? That's not, but the Mishnah says, a Mishnah at the end of Mesechus Ksubis, uh, three words in right angles. Um, not all can take out. In other words, the slave has the right to say he wants to stay in Israel if his master's leaving. Ella, so he's squiggling on the yellow. We have to change the first word of our brice a little bit. Not that he should, but if he did, then here's the following din. And that's the end of the brackets. Back in the Brisa, Umakre Rabbi Shaman and his master sold him there. So you have a slave who followed his master to. Uh, Syria, the master sold him there, probably to another Jew. Colon im das Rabbi Lachzor. If the intention of the master is to go back to Israel, then kaifin oisoi. Then uh, we force him, the master that is, to uh, let the slave go free. Ve'im ein das Rabbi Lachzor. But if the intention of the master was not to go back, in other words, he's staying in Syria. In Kaifin say we do not force him. Period. Amr of Anan. I unlearn of Anan, and uh, he tells us that he heard two things um, that Shmuel had said. 
And he was not sure exactly which psak uh, goes to which thing. So I'm Rabbanon. Shamas minei demar shmulai circled shmul tarti. Two different uh, psak halachas he heard. Chada, which I squiggle underline the word chada. Hach. One of them is this one that uh, sell an evet to chutzlaretz. The idach, and the other one is as follows. I squiggle underline the word idach the itmar. Here's the case. Hamaycher sadehu, not a slave, but person who sells his field bishnas hayovel. On the Yovir itself, Atzma. Meaning, normally, if you have a field in Israel and you sell it, comes the Jubilee year, all fields go back to their original ancestral owners. How about if you sell the field on the Yovel year itself? Not like two years before, or 15 years before, but on the Yovel year itself. Well, Machal, because Rav and Shmuel. Rav, who I half boxed on Mechura, the is considered sold, and it goes right back to the seller. Okay, Shmuel, who I half boxed, and we really want to focus on Shmuel, Amar. It's not considered sold at all. And basically, it's a Because if something that had been sold already, let's say two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, it goes free, then certainly if it's not yet sold, it'll certainly go free, meaning it'll not even be sold. Now, comma, Rav Anand continues, Bechada Hadrizvini. In one of those two cases, Ravanan says he had heard Shmuel say that the sale price gets returned to the person who paid it. Ubechad and one of them, lo hadrizvini, the money doesn't get returned. Velo yadana and I, Ravanan, don't know. Hey, minayu, which is which? Amar of Yosef. So I unlined of Yosef. Rav Yosef says, well, uh, let's look into this. Nechsi anan, midetani bebrisa, since we have a brisa. Now, the quote of this brisa is the brisa that well, was about 40% of the way down this Amud. There was the. Uh, um, price that started Hamaycher Avdei Lechutzaretz. That price is the one that we're quoting now. It says Hamaycher Avdei Lechutzaretz. A person who sells their Eved to Chutzaretz. I mean Chutzaretz. Yotzel Lecheres Vetzarek Et And the Eved to be like fully free and marry a, a, a Jewish girl would need a emancipation document. Mi Rabbi Sheni from the second master. Well, what can we see from that? That's the end of the quote of the price up above. Shmami no. Kanye Rabbi Sheni. From the fact that it's the Rabbi Sheni who has to write out the get shikhur, it must be that the Rabbi Sheni did acquire him, in which case, if he acquired him, the money did not get returned. The Kama, Vechiamar Shmuel Hasam, when Shmuel was saying this other din, had to do not with a slave, but rather with the field, the selling of a field during the Yovel year. Eina Mechura, that means it's not sold at all. And the money gets returned to the person who paid it. Now that's pretty obvious, just based on that. Brisa that we had in the middle of the page. Why do Rav Anan not know that? Well, very simply, Rav Anan, comma, Brisa Loishmiele, that Brisa he was not familiar with. If he had been familiar with it, it would have been obvious, but he wasn't, and that's why he asked, and uh, the Gemara answered. Okay, the Gemara asked another question. Vimi de Shmuel, and if you want to say that we should be able to uh, conclude from Shmuel, Shmuel had said, Eina Mechura Kol. Iker, four lines from the bottom. It's not sold at all. Who's to say that what that means is it's not sold and the money goes back? Maybe it's not sold, maybe not sold at all. So then why do you pay money for it? Because it's a gift that he's giving the other person similar to another case. You have a brother and a sister. Everyone knows brother and sister can't get married. Yet a brother walks up to a sister, hands her a thousand dollars, and says, "Hare mikudeshesli." What do we say that case means? Deitmar hamakadish lachayse. Rav, who I have boxed up, the money goes back to the giver. 
Obviously, nothing happened. Where Shmuel, who I have box, that should be uh, what the Shmuel approach should be. He says, Mais matana. Oh, no, no, no. The money is a matana, is a gift. Okay. Um, why did he want to be Kaddish? For whatever reason, she wouldn't accept the money. So he wanted to get the thousand bucks in her hand. So uh, he said, all right, make a and gave it to her and it's hers. Period. Amalea Baylor of Yosef. My chazes de kansinan question mark so why do we see fit when a um an evid is sold that we give the knas to the purchaser why don't we give the knas to the seller in other words the seller keeps the money the purchaser is the one who has to have the slave he just bought go free why are we doing that Amarle says if you sit back well Let's say you have a piece of cheese in the middle of the kitchen, and there's a hole, and the mouse runs out and takes the cheese in Amarle. Lav Akbera Ganav, it's not the mouse that steals the cheese. Elahura Ganav, it's the fact there's a hole in the wall. If there was no hole in the wall, the mouse wouldn't be able to get there. Amarle says back up, well, Lav Akbera, if it wasn't for the fact that there was a mouse, Hura Minale, how would the hole in the wall get the cheese in it? And the Gemara, though, concludes, Mistabra kind of, though, makes the most sense. Hechatika isura, hasam kansinan. Wherever the iser currently is, or something that's contraband, usur, forbidden, well, who's got it right now? That's the one who should constant. Both sides kind of have some level of guilt, but the one that we'll have to constant, the one that has it right now, and the Evid is currently uh, in the possession of the purchaser. He's the one who gets constant. It's almost like you, you, if you're caught red-handed, even though other people were involved, you're the one who... Uh, is the fall guy. Here's the story. Ahu Avda, there was an Eved, Da'arak mi Chutzlaretz La'aretz. He ran away from Chutzlaretz to Israel. Azal Mariah Basrei, and his master came a chasing after him. Azal Kamid Rabami, and the master came to Rabbi and said, Rabbi, I don't want to get my Eved back. Amalei, so Rabami said to uh, this slave master, Listen, buddy, Nikhtayv l'chashtara adame. I'll hereby have the court like write out a um, you know a document for whatever the value of that slave is and the slave at all to you a cost of legitimate but then you write out a star shikror and totally free that slave and by the way Ilo, and if you do not cooperate mafakna leminach I'll basically seize him away from you and what right does he have to seize the slave away from the master well midravachi breb yoshia I underline midravachi breb yoshia de sanya at this point. That is going to be made. It takes about eight lines to develop till last one on the line is Tanya. Desanya. Here's a Bryce. This Bryce goes exactly three lines and starts here. Quoting a Pasuk in Shmais, Chaf Gimel, Pasuk, Lamed Gimel. Pasuk says, Lo those Gentiles should not be dwelling in your land, lest they cause you to sin to me, says Hashem. Uh, regarding the Gayim and Eretz Yisrael, when the Jews are going to first go in. Yachal, I squiggle on the word Yachal, but Ayyved Kaychavim Shekibalav Shaloy Lavadavaz Kaychavim Kasmedaber. Maybe that's talking about Gayim who accepted upon themselves not to worship idols. Nope. Tamalaymar to that, the Pasuk says. And now this Pasuk, I, um, I would maybe double underline this phrase. Loisazgir. There's a Pasuk in Dvarim. Also, Chav Gimel, but Dvarim Chav Gimel, Tes Zion. It says, Do not give over, do not extradite a slave to his master that he uh, tried to uh, be saved by coming to you uh, from his master. Okay? 
my takana. So what's the solution? What should you do? Well, like the Pasuk says, the continuation of the Pasuk is, Im you should dwell amongst you. Now, that's the end of that Tanaic source. I underline Vekashle Rabbi Yoshia. Hi, the, the Pasuk seems to not be worded correctly. Uh, the issue is not that you don't, you, he, he's coming to be saved from his master. He's coming to be saved from his, his phony gods. Hi, the Pasuk does say, Me'im Adoinav. What it should have said is, Me'im Eloihav, from his, uh, from his gods. Me Ba'alei. Ella, so I swear on me, Ella, this is Rabbi Yoshia's Prashad, Ella Amar Rabbi Yoshia. The case must be in that pasuk that the pasuk is discussing is somebody who sells his slave to chutzlaretz. And I underline um, when the pasuk says asher lecha that he's uh, escaping uh, to you. No, the pasuk if it's talking about a, a slave that's going. Um, from Israel to Chutzlaretz, what it should have said is, I sure you not sell me'imach from you, me'bayale. Ella, I squeal under the Ella. Ella Amar of Achi Yoshia, that's what we've been looking for. I circled Rav Achi Yoshia. We're talking about an Evid, Shabarach, mi'chutzlaretz, le'aretz, ha'kosu medaber. That's the case where you have a slave that ran away from Chutzlaretz to Israel. Um, that is the case, and that is why Reb Ami told his slave's master, well, your slave ran away to Israel, um, essentially, you can get the value of them if you want, but if you make a hassle, uh, you're not even going to get that. Tani Yidach, we have another brysa. This brysa goes just over a line. Again, with this um, phrase, uh, Loisaskir. Loisaskir, right? Double and Loisaskir. Uh, now, this is a warning to Basin. They have to make sure they act the following way. Loisaskir, don't give over. Don't extradite a slave to his master. Rebbe Hoi Box um, what this is referring to is a uh, one who purchased a slave on the condition that he would free him and the Pasuk is basically giving a, a warning to Basin that they should enforce that, that make sure that master doesn't enslave that slave that's the end of the snake source. Hey, Chidami, colon, what's the case? Amrav Nachman bar Yitzhak, the Kasav Lehachi. It's where the uh, master who just bought this slave wrote the following as like part of the uh, arrangement. When I do uh, purchase you, behold, you will acquire your own self uh, from that from this moment. Period. Rav Chista, who uh, was living in Chutzlaretz, Arak Kusai. His slave ran away to another place in Chutzlaretz, to a place called Bey Kusai. Shalakalhu Hadru Aniali. So he sent the following message uh, Return my slave to me. Literally, return to me. Shalhulay, the message came back to Rav Chista. Well, uh, Rabbi, what about the verse in uh, the Torah that says, Los You can't give over a slave to his master. Uh, skipping the uh, parentheses, Shalach Lahu, he sent back to them, Hahu, oh no, no, that Pasuk is Be'evet Shavach Mechutz La'aretz, is a, um, uh, an Evet that escaped from Chutz La'aretz to Israel. My Evet didn't escape to Israel, my Evet escaped to another place in Chutz La'aretz, U, Kerebachi Barab Yoshia. Okay, that was the response, and my guess, he got his Evet back. Uh, why did he send according to Rabbi Yoshia? Why, why not according to Rebbe, who we had about seven lines ago? Well, 
The reason was because the people he was dealing with, Mishum de Mashmalahu, Kroy. They, they weren't interested in the rabbinical drushes on the Psukim. Those people are only interested in the Psukim, so he uh, uh, quoted for them the more straightforward, simple shot of the Pasuk. Here's a little uh, incident before the next Mishnah. Abaye Irkis Lechamra Bekusai. Abaye once lost a, I guess his donkey or a donkey in a place called Bekusai. Shalach Lahu, he sent the following message to the Bekusai people who, I guess, had found it. Shadru Hali, uh, send it back to me. Shalchule, uh, they sent a message back to Abaye. Shalach Simona, well, send a Simon, uh, Rabbi. Kama, Shalach Lu, he sent back to them. Dechivra. Uh, it has a whitish belly. Okay. Shalchule, they sent back to Abai the following message. If not for the fact that you were, like we know you, you're Rabbi Nachmeni, you're a, you're a chassid, you would never lie. There's no way we would return it to you. What? Don't all donkeys have white bellies? Like the simon you gave wasn't even a simon, but we trust you. And we'll send it back. Says the Mishnah, continuing with Tikana Oilam uh, issues, Ain Poydnes Ashwin Yesra Kadei Demeyen, Mipnei Tikana Oilam. If a Jew is taken captive, the Jewish community is not allowed to redeem him for more than what his value is because of Tikun Ha'olam. And we'll see in the uh, Gemara what these Tikun Ha'olams are. Uh, and you also can't do like a jailbreak and break out of jail Jewish captives. Roshim Gamliel says it's for a slightly different reason. You don't uh, have jailbreaks. Roshim Gamliel, who we boxed Daimer, it has something to do with the Takana, uh, more with the Shvuyin than the Tikkun Oilam. Oh, the Gemara will clarify what these Tikkun Oilams and Tikkun Shvuyin are. The Gemara asks a question. Hi, when we talk about you do not redeem a Jewish community, Jewish people do not redeem um, people who are taken captive for more than what they're worth. That What's the tikkun oilam exactly? Colon a odilma b a is it mishum duchka detziburahu? Is it because we can't pressure the community? to basically become impoverished because of uh, these people that will have to pay up, so you only pay up what they're worth, but not more. O Dilma, or maybe, B, Mishum Deloy Lig Revu, the Or maybe because we don't want them to continue and, and you know, uh, kidnap more people. If the uh, Gayim um, realize they can get even more than the value, they'll uh, be much more likely to kidnap more Jews in the future. Now, the nafkamina would be if, let's say, a person has, uh, I don't know, someone was kidnapped and his father happens to be particularly uh, wealthy or a close relative and wants to redeem the uh, person who's taken captive for more than they're worth. Well, if the issue is that we don't want it to happen in the future, then he'd not be allowed to. But if... Um, um, so would he be allowed? Tashma. Delevi Bar Darga Parka Labarte. He once redeemed his daughter, but please Ralfi didn't raise off for thirteen thousand golden dinners. Okay. And therefore the uh, issue must be because of the Duchka Tetsibura. Amra Baye Bay says that's eh, not necessarily a valid proof. Okay, we know that story, that's what he did, but who said that was with the rabbinical approval? Dilma, maybe. True, he spent an enormous amount of money, much more than the kid was worth, but maybe the rabbis were not happy with that, so no proof. You don't, uh, let's say the Jews are taken captive, you don't break them free 
because uh, of the Tikkun Olam, Rishon Gamliel, who we have no idea Tikkun Shavuyin. Uh, no, it has more to do with the Kana of the Shavuyin that are already there, the other captives that are there. My Beinayu, bottom line, at the end of the day, it seems like you can't do it. Where would there be a case that the Nafkamina would come out between the Tanakam and Shem Gamliel? Ika Beinayu, Deleka, Ela, Let's say there's only one person who would have taken captive. According to the Tanakama, we would be concerned um, for the Tikkun Ha'ilam of like everywhere, because maybe these bandits will come next week and uh, they'll do horrible things uh, to the uh, to to the captives that they have. Uh, whereas Rishimam Liel is only chayshish for the ones that are there, and therefore if there's only one there, then you could definitely, according to Rishimam Liel, um, break him out of prison. Ban of Nachman, here is one of the all-time Shas classic stories. Rav Nachman, yeah, that's the Gadol Hador of Nachman, his daughters, Bachshan Kadra Biyadaihu, they were once stirring like a boiling cauldron with their bare hands. Now, Kashalela uh, Rav Ilish. Rav Ilish saw that and he was amazed. That's incredible. They must be such sadkaniot. Ksivan, how can that be? Because the Pasuk in Kaihelis says, Adam echad me'elef matsasi. As far as truly righteous men, King Solomon says he found one out of a thousand men to be like that. Ve'isha, the holy matsasi. And women haven't even found one. Okay, but. Says Ravilish, what about these daughters of Rav Nachman? Hayikaban said Rav Nachman. Okay, so Ravilish is like really amazed. What's going on? And as Hashkach uh, Apratis would have it, Garmalahu Milsa Ishtavyin, the things happened and the daughters of Nachman were taken captive. The Ishtabai Ihunami Bahadayo, and this Ravilish was also taken captive along with them. Okay, so now Ravilish, daughters of Nachman, are taken captive. Yumachad have Yosef Gabe. So Ravilish is uh, hanging out one day, and there was some guy who sat down next to him, Ahu Gavra. Now, this person, who was also, I guess, taken captive, um, had a special talent. He understood the language of the birds. We'll call him Birdman. Asa Orva Vekakarile. So came along a Orva, an Oiriv, a raven, and was making its. Whatever sounds the raven makes. Vikakarile. Amrale. So Rav Ilish said to this uh, fellow who apparently could understand what the birds were saying, My Kamar, what's the raven saying? Amrale said the guy back, Ilish Barach, Ilish Barach. You know what he was saying? Rav Ilish, escape. Ilish, escape. Amar, so what was Rav Ilish's response? Well, who's saying that? That's the Oyrev, that's the raven, that's the representation of Tuma. Orva Shikrahu is a big liar. And I am not going to rely on him. Amazing. Well, what happened shortly afterwards? Atahachi Asayoyna came along a dove. Vikakarya and was making it sound. I don't know, whatever sound a dove makes. Amarle, so said Rav Ilish to Birdman. My camera, what is she saying? Amarle. So the birdman said, uh, well, you might not be surprised. You know what she's saying? Elish Barach, Elish Barach. Um, Ravilish escape, Ravilish escape. Oh, now, who's saying it? Makes a big difference. You can have the same thing said by two birds, certainly two people. And if the one who's saying it that was reliable, you'll go with it. Amar said Ravilish, Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish people, Ki Yoyna Mesila, are compared to a Yoyna Shmamina. 
So what should I conclude from this? Mr. Nisa, that a miracle will probably happen for me. Amar, so his plan was, Azil, um, I'm going to go and I'm going to try to escape. And uh, I better go and try to get the uh, Rav Nachman daughters along with me to escape with me. Azil, Echsi, Banse, the Rav Nachman. And I'm going to go uh, do some investigation. See if the daughters of Rav Nachman, Ikaimen Behem Nusayu, have they retained their faithfulness to their husbands. In other words, they were married women. Are they keeping what a married woman should be, which is not sleeping with the uh, kidnappers? Uh, Ahadrinu, then I'll bring them back with me. Amar, now, how in the world is he supposed to figure that one out? So he comes to the following um, um, decision. Noshi, ladies, call me Lidi Islahu, whenever they have like, private things to talk about. Sadran lahadadi bebeisa knesses. They discuss it, they arrange it, they do it in the Beisa Kise. Beisa Kise is kind of far away, nobody else would be there. That's where they discuss it. So he snuck over to the Beisa Kise area. Shaminu de Karman, he heard the daughters of Nachman saying the following and his ears almost fell off. This is what they were saying. Um, Adi Guvrin, um, these guys, in other words, these current Gentile uh, kidnappers, they are our men. The Nahardai govern, and back in Nahardai, we have our Jewish uh, husbands. You know what? Uh, let us uh, tell the kidnappers who took us that they like go far away from this place. Inchin, so that our husbands won't come, velishmi'i, and they'll hear that we're here, velifrakinan, and they'll come and redeem us, which is unbelievable. His ears fell off. They basically were saying they uh, wanted to be with the uh, Gentile kidnappers. Okay, uh, well, that time for plan B. He ain't going to try to escape with them. Kara, come, so he got up, I don't know, in the middle of the night or something, a jailbreak, Arak, and he fled. And uh, when he uh, escaped, uh, Birdman decided to try to escape along with him. Asa, Ihu, Vehahu Gavra, and the Birdman. Uh, a miracle happened for Rav Ilish, I guess, as the, cap- the uh, kidnappers were chasing him. Avar Mabra, he was able to cross over either on a bridge of a river, or like a river boat or something, like the last minute, and uh, was able to escape. Vehahu Gavra, that guy, Birdman, Ashkehua, they uh, caught him, Vekatlua, and they executed him. Okay, so he made it back, and then uh, miraculously, at some point in the future, it seems like the daughters of Nachman also made it back. He hadran ve'asyin. Rav Ilish uh, concluded the issue that had vexed him uh, previously, that they were stirring the boiling pot with their bare hands. Amar, havu kabachshan kidra, bikshafim. And I double line bikshafim. It must have been that they were stirring that pot using black magic. Okay, so they weren't exactly the biggest uh, if a Gentile has, for whatever reason, uh, holy scrolls, uh, you don't purchase them back more than what they are worth. Yes, who So it sounds like you cannot pay more than what they're worth. but to pay what they are worth, Okay, comma connector shmamina. Should we conclude from here? We probably can conclude from here that a sefer Torah. When you have a sefer Torah, to be out of That's found in the possession of a guy, kairin boy. They, you can use it and read from it, right? No, says the Gemara. Dilma, maybe that which you have to redeem the sefer Torah is lignos to put it away into Geniza. 
Amar Rav Nachman, Naktinan, we have the following tradition for halachas. Number one, Sefer Tarshik Min. If you have a Sefer Torah that you know was written by a Min, somebody who's like really into the Avodah Christianity, whatever it might be, what do you do with it when you get it? Yisarif, you burn it. Um, like for sure it was written, L'Shem, the Avodah Kosvay number two, Ivan Kaychavim, I underline Ivan Kaychavim, if a just a regular old uh, guy wrote it, then Yiganes, you uh, have to uh, bury it, put it away. So we'll see shortly why. Comma, number three, Nimsabiyad Min, I underline Nimsabiyad Min, if it's found in the possession of one of these uh, priests, where like we don't know, did he maybe uh, write it or maybe found it and it's actually kosher, so therefore you don't burn it, but Yiganes, you put away in Geniza. And finally, number four, I underline these four words, if you just find it, not that he wrote it, but you just find it in the possession of a guy, well, there are those who say that you sort of bury it away, there are those who say that you read it. Titus explains that how could you possibly read it? Well, true, the guy might have written it, but it's much more likely that um, a Jew, proper Jew, uh, wrote it because it's like very uncommon for uh, Gentiles to write Sifrei Torah. Period. Sefer Torah uh, Regarding that case, a Sefer Torah that was written by a guy, we have three Tanaic sources. Tell us what to do with it. Tani Chada. One A says Yisarev, burn it. Tani Idach. Another Brisa says Yiganez. Uh, you have to bury it. Tani Idach. And the third one says Karen boy, you can read it. Well, Veloikash. There are actually three different scenarios. And here we go. Ha. I put in the margin now a. Um, a and circled it. Two lines later, I put a B and circled it. And about five lines below that, first one line is current. I put a C in the margin and circled. These are going to be the three scenarios. Ha decided that, which it says that if it's a safer Torah that was written by a guy, you start if you burn it. That's Rabbi Eliezer. He damar stam achshavus avid kachavim. Love it. It's kachavim. The typical thought process of a uh, uh, um, an idolatrous uh, gentile is for the idolatry, and that's why you would burn it. Kama. The Hadesanya, the B Tanaic source, it said, What do you do with the Sefer Torah that's written by Nebuchadnezzar? You bury it. Well, that's going according to a different Tana. Hi Tana, who? De Tani Ravamuna Bre de Rava mi Pashrunia. The following Tanaic source is that opinion. This Tanaic source goes for about four and a half lines and starts here. Sefer Torah, a whole Sefer Torah, it's Philip Mazuzis, Shekasvan, that are written by any one of the following characters. Um, the next word plus the letters taken out, either a masur is one who gives over, like a, uh, a Jew who gives over uh, other Jews to the Gentile authorities, or this is why it's being brought in, or a Gentile, or an Eved writes the Sefer Torah, or an Isha, or a Katan, or a Kuthian, or a Yisrael Mummer um, who's uh, gone off. Um, Psulin, a Sefer Torah by them is Pasul Shenamar. Like the uh, Pasuk says in uh, Kriyashma, Ukshartem, and then a few words later it says Ukshavtem, and thou shalt uh, tie it. In other words, the mitzvah tefillin, Ukshavtem, and then write it. Well, the connection between the two is Kolshiyeshna Bekshira, anyone who either has a chiv to uh, tie on tefillin or keeps the mitzvah of uh, tefillin, Yeshna Bekshiva is the type of person who can write the Holy Scrolls, where Kama Kolshiyeshna Bekshira. If they're either not chayev or they just don't do it, ain't a big siva. That's the end of the snake source. The hadesanya and the third um, rice up above that had said that a sefer Torah might have a kachavim. Kairin boy, that's C. That's another tana. Hi tana who desanya. It's the following tana. In the following three and a half line, Brisa starts here. 
And according to this Tanaic source, you purchase uh, holy uh, books like a Sefer Bracious or a Torah scroll from uh, Gentiles uh, wherever you are. And I underline four words, as long as they were written, comma. Umaisen, it once happened, Sidan, I don't line Sidan, that there was a Gentile in the city of Sidan, Shahaya Kaisis Farim. He wrote um, holy scrolls. Then it was permissible to purchase them from him. That's the end of the Tanaic source. So Shumamliel then would be the Tana who would say, You can go ahead and read it, even if it was written by a guy. Okay, the Gemara has a question, though. This same Rishim Gamliel who just allowed you to buy it from the, uh, I don't the Skeeter the uh, Scribe, uh, the Gentile who wrote it, Rav Shem Gamliel, Ibu Lishman Boy, Xivu Lishman Loi Boy, the same Rishim Gamliel who requires even that the parchment be processed, uh, the tanning of the leather of the skins that become the parchment, that has to be done Lishma, yet the writing itself doesn't have to be done Lishma? Where do we see that he says that the Ibud has to be done Lishma Desanya? In the following four line brisa. This brisa is talking about if you have uh, phylacteries, tefillin. Tsipan Zahav. Let's say you cover them in gold. Or Shetalaleim or Behemetzmeo. Or the leather that you use to make the boxes of the tefillin, you use, let's say, pigskin or uh, elephant skin, and that would be psulais, that would be invalid. Kama, or behema tahira, if you use a uh, skin from a kosher animal, ksherais, that would be uh, valid. Even if those skins were not processed or uh, tanned, l'shem uh, the mitzvah tefillin. However, and we boxed here of Shemagam Liel, Oimer, he says, afilu or behema tahira, Psulais, he says, no, no, no. You can't even use, let's say, cow or sheep skin. It would be invalid. Odd. And I underline two words, Shiabd and Lishman. Until you do the Ibud, and Ibud is done Lishma. That's the end of the snake source. That's Rishim Gamliel, who seems to be very extreme in requiring uh, uh, Jew and Lishma for even making the uh, parchment. So certainly it would be very strange that he would say that it could be written by a guy. Well, Amar Rabbah Bar Shmuel, Rabbah Shmuel explains that that Maisa by the Ovid Kachavim, you know who that Ovid Kachavim was? It was Skeeter who had converted to become Shlomo Yaakov, and then under great, uh, well, then he became Skeeter again. He went back to living as a guy. So Amar Rabbah Bar Shmuel, Beger Shechazar Lisurai, the case that happened in that city of Sidon was a person who converted to Judaism. He was a totally fine convert, but then he went back to his bad ways. Oh, one second. Lesura, he went back to his bad ways. If he goes back to his bad ways, eating cheeseburgers again and uh, sleeping around and saying Lashon Hara and stealing from orphans and widows, then all the more so than he's considered a Christian. For sure he would be no good. Amaravashi, Noravashi explains the case where he went back to his, so to speak, old ways, Shechaz Lesura, Mishum Yira. He was basically afraid because they were probably threatening him with killing him if he didn't come back to be a... Uh, Probably in that case, was an early Christian. Tanra Banan. We have a little brisa that goes till the end of the line. Malin bidman adkade tarpik. When we said in the Mishnah that you can pay what they're worth, you can actually pay like a tiny bit more. How much more? A tarpik more. Ask the Gemara, my tarpik, what is a tarpik? Amar of Sheshis and Istira. Istira is a small coin <coughs> worth approximately half a dinner. And here's a story with which we'll conclude today's shir. Hahi Tayas, there was once a 
uh, female uh, Arab and Arab woman, Da'isi Chaisa, she brought a bag, Ditfili, filled with uh, pairs of phylacteries, the coming to Abaye. She brought it to Abaye and uh, wanted to sell it to him. Amarla, so he said to her, yeah, sure, I'm interested in buying. Yeah, obviously, uh, Reish, Reish, uh, give me like a, uh, uh, for each pair, I'll give you Batami, I'll give you some dates. Like I'll give you uh, uh, a Hershey's Kiss for one of them, and I'll give you a Reese's Peanut Butter Bar for the next one, and I'll give you like a can of Coke for the next one. Now, she thought they were quite valuable, and essentially he's offering her close to nothing for them. Imalia Zira, she filled, almost like a snake, filled with venom, with wrath. Shakla Shadisinhu Benara, and she took the uh, sack of uh, pairs of tefillin that she had and threw them into the river. Upon second thought, Amar Abayi thinks to himself, uh, ooh, uh, maybe I sort of lowballed it too much. Lo Ibayali Lezilzalinhu Ba'apa Kulehai shouldn't have been that um, Mizalza with the tefillin. I should not have made the tefillin appear to be that cheap. Like, maybe I should have offered her a little bit more money. Adkan. 